What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. So gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So tell me, Shay, hmm. did I ever tell you about the time that I got threw out of the strip club in Las Vegas that was featured in National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation? Or Christmas Vacation? Vegas Vacation. Vegas Vacation. What the fuck? Yeah, I thought you'd like this oh, one. What the fuck? Are you serious? Allow me to paint a scenario for you. In the year 2001, uh-huh. now keep in mind, I was born in 1980. I was born in November of 1980. Oh. My company took a work trip to Las Vegas, all right? Okay. You follow me so yeah, far? I'm on, I'm on the label here. We took a work trip to Las Vegas. Okay. And I was 20 years old and 10 and a half months. We took it in mid-September. So we stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas on the Strip, okay? Directly across from the Hard Rock Hotel, which, by the way, the Hard Rock Hotel is the hotel that the airplane hits in Con Air. So I was kind of there, too. But at that point, that movie was only like four years old. (laughs) Nicholas Cage. So directly across the road is the strip club that one Nick Papa Giorgio went in in National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation with a fake ID. So I'm 20 years old. Now, I don't drink. I've never drank. You know, that's one thing I'm uh, very obvious. So I tried my best to go to that strip club. Now, it gets a little complicated, but several of the people from my company, my dad included, because he he was not working there at the time, but he was the company attorney. He went on the trip. Did he go? go Just hold on. Let me tell you. Yeah, I've been to strip clubs with my dad. I'm not ashamed of it. I've been to Big Daddy's in New Orleans with my dad. I'm just saying. That's awesome. So, no, no, it was not awesome. It was fat girls with C-section scars dancing on the table and hanging oh, her away um, cotton underwear. It fat, was not awesome. Fat, fat strippers, really? It was those, those, very gelatinous strippers. Let's talk about the Vegas strippers, okay? Let's, I'm more interested in the fact that you've seen fat strippers. Which, for the record, did not compare with the New Orleans strippers. And, and in about a two-year span, my entire history of strip clubs is open and shut. Oh. Anyway, I've not been to one in 20 years. But anyway, that being said... So, a lot of the guys from work and, and gals decided to go to the strip club, okay? Okay. So, we all went across the road, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try, because I was in a suit. I looked pretty sharp, and I was going to try to go over there and just say, you know, wiggle my way in. Two doors. First door, there's a bouncer there. He never even cards me. I'm like, yes. Get to the second door. Now, there's about 15 of us, okay? Get to the second door, and there's this big bouncer there. And he said, I need to see ID, man. And I said, man, I said, here you go, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not 21, but I turned 21 in a month. Check my ID. He looks at my ID. He looks at me. And he said, man, he said, I can't do it. I said, come on, man. I said, I don't even drink. I'll be, I'll be no problem. I just want to go hang out with all my coworkers over here. You know, we're all going. I feel like the odd man out. He's kind of looking at my ID, looking at me. And I said, man, that's my dad there. I'm not going to cause any problems in front of my dad. He looks at my dad. He looks at me. And you can tell he's getting ready to let me in. And then an older lady, I'll tell you her name off the air. You'll know who it is. One of the older ladies that worked there at the time, who I have no relationship with whatsoever. She looks at me, puts her arm around me, said, yeah, and I'm his mom, and I say it's okay. I'm stunned. What the fuck? Dad looks at her like, what the hell? And the guy hands my license back. He said, man, I can't do it because that Kentucky shit, that's just too goddamn weird for me. (laughs) 
<laughs> fucking serious. What the, what the fuck? I have never lied on this podcast once, and holy, I'm not, not going to start now. Holy fuck. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We are your hashtag voice of the low life. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host, Shay Mullins. Oh. And this is our other, I guess, co-host at this point, JV team, Jeremy Dickerson. How you that, doing, Jeremy? That was too funny. No, that's true. That's 100% true. Okay. And and seg- segue in from strip clubs, let's go right into our special guest. We have an unbelievably special guest here. We are super excited not only to have him on here, but to actually have his second appearance, his second appearance on the podcast, which is amazing. So I'm going to go ahead without further it's ado. It's amazing that anybody would want to come back. It is amazing that anybody right. would want to come back, which is, is something we're going to get into in a minute. We've had some very interesting returns, but I'm tickled shitless to have this gentleman back. The one, the only, the Appalachian Mountain Challenged, Mike Murray. How the hell are you, Mike? Appalachian Bro, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> wonderful, and I'm so happy to be back on here with my favorite hillbillies. That's all. That's all I got for you, man. You gonna brag about that pretty weather again? Twice is even better. <laughs> well, go ahead, tease us with the weather, dude. Tell us what we're missing. Bro, high of 72 today. Uh, no, no clouds in the sky. No humidity. Absolutely gorgeous down here in Southwest Florida, bro. I'm sorry because I know it's probably cloudy and and gray and just you know cold and nasty up there in the it, hills. It was warm today. It was but, warm today, but it was 20 degrees yesterday. And the sunlight lasts for about three <laughs> That's hours. True. Yeah, yeah about three hours later, legit. So, Ooh. so, so almost a year to the day, Mike. I mean, we roughly about that time. You were kind enough to grace us with your presence on 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 the LCD podcast and of course everybody out there I mean I don't have to give you an introduction but everybody out there knows that Mike is one half of the OLP our lifestyle podcast and he is also a show promoter extraordinaire now last year Mike was on here telling us about After Dark which I was lucky enough to attend and let me tell you as if you listen to the last podcast as far as shows go, it was absolutely my top three of the year. I had so much fun seeing that slice of South Central Florida mini truck in history. I met people. I, I just seen trucks that I would never see again, and was just so tickled to be a part of that. And and hell, I even helped push somebody's vehicle that wasn't even running. So I literally got the full experience. <laughs> at the, it was awesome. Is, well, I is went, it a mini truck show if that doesn't happen at least once? I have never been to a mini truck show that at least one person isn't bobsledding some big heavy rusty some bitch into the showgrounds. <laughs> It and, happens. And, it does. And Mike, last year was amazing, but you know, jumping right into it, you've got a new special project that you have been absolutely busting tail on, man. You you want to talk a little bit about that, bro? We can't wait. First of all, that car, that that international that you helped push in there, <laughs> that eight ton beast, you this at SEMA. Did you happen to see it finished? No, was what? that that was finished? Yes, yes. I'll I'll send you pictures of it. Um, he actually got it finished, and it was at the AccuWare uh, booth at SEMA this year. So you helped push it into the first show it went to, unfinished, and then it it actually showed up to SEMA this year, finished. No kidding. No, I had absolutely no idea, man. That is amazing. I'll have to actually look some pictures of that. That is too cool. I will send you, I'll send you pictures of it. It, it, it is absolutely gorgeous. Hey, Mike. And actually, Mike, Joe Mike, 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 shot it. Um, Mike, hold that thought, Mike. We've got a huge amount of static just all of a sudden. I'm going to pause just for a second. Will you bear with me? It was. It was coming in good. Be quiet one second, guys. I'm still going to noise floor I got. Yeah, it's real bad. It's supposed to be. <laughs> one second. Let me see the noise floor. Um, excuse me. Do you guys need a real DJ to help you guys out over there? It'd be fucking nice, there wouldn't it? There he is. <laughs> My man. <laughs> <laughs> what are so, you doing, nephew? 
<laughs> that's my man right there. I knew that voice. <laughs> you know, you know what sucks. I don't even know when Maze jumped on here, <laughs> and I don't, and I don't think I got the. I don't think I actually got it. Holy shit. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Maze, how the hell do I work a soundboard? <laughs> fuck, fuck it, let's roll with it, guys. Check it out. Complete, total surprise. Let me do a YouTube video for you real quick. We'll figure this out. Maybe I need one, man. Maybe, honestly, you know, I often say that it's so nice to actually have a real DJ around to give me advice and shit. Where were you five minutes ago? I mean, you are, you do have technical support on the phone. How are you doing, my friend? <laughs> All right. Holy, holy I'm, I'm shit. Good. I'm moments away from starting Twitch, but, you know, when I, when I get this cool phone number and this really cool ID number that I can put in pretty much any time I want and just see who's on and just start shit, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. Oh, when, when, when did you come on, anyway? How did I miss you in this one? I didn't even see your name pop up. That is outstanding. Well, when I jumped on, I left it on mute, and then I heard you guys having issues like with cables or something, whatever else kind of thing. I just kind of heard that. I was like, well, this is a perfect time just to chime in, just to be naked. <laughs> so to segue these two sections where I had the recording off, and we're, and we're hot now, I'm going to absolutely put a little technical difficulties, please stand by blurb and some background music. Mace, thank you for joining us. We know you got a live stream coming up in just a couple minutes, but it is absolutely awesome that the legendary DJ Mays just randomly jumped in the channel with us. So thanks, man. We really appreciate that, and I'm sure you have some awesome stuff coming up in a few minutes uh you know the same old usual stuff it's uh it's, it's another typical night on twitch but i knew you guys had the one and only mike murray on so what better night to jump in real quick and say a few things and reminder you have to ask him about the strawberry shortcake story the strawberry Ooh. shortcake story i think we can do that i think uh, i think that will actually be our next thing <laughs> oh you, you guys are gonna love that story absolutely i just actually just went live on twitch uh it takes a minute for it all to get going or whatever else but um, for real, you guys keep doing what you're doing. We'll, 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 we'll pick a day and we'll actually spend a little time actually talking and doing some stuff. But, uh, in the meantime, I'm just going to jump in when I know you guys are recording and just, uh, you know, start shit. Hey, you do it anytime, brother. It's always an honor to have you, my friend. Thank you so much. Play some Hall and O's for me tonight, man. Hall and O's. Oh, oh, what about Slayer? You guys- what about Slayer? I'm, I'm feeling Slayer. <laughs> Maybe oh, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah some no. rain, rain and blood maybe <laughs> uh, South of Heaven. Well, see, this, uh, is, this is this is a, this all works because this is a Thursday, so we're doing Throwback Thursday. So you know that's all that's all Throwback that works. That's the same way. Oh, Man, does it? One, yeah, one episode it. having a real show promoter and a real DJ on. What a what a treat for us that is. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey hey! Don't don't cut DJ May short. He's a show promoter. Uh, you know, you. He absolutely is. I was actually at the I first never ever. That. Bullshit. I was at the first ever relaxing at the park. In fact, if you remember, I was entry number three. And uh, I didn't show up till much later in the day, but I emailed way ahead of time saying, Man, I'm worried. Am I going to have a place to park? I know this thing's going to be huge. And you hooked me up then, and you've hooked me up ever since, man. So What's funny is I don't remember any of that. Totally fine. Works for me. <laughs> I, 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 I remember none of that. But now I'm going to go back and look at the entries to see if that's true or not. Go back and look at your <laughs> Facebook messages. Hey, you know. Go back and look at your Facebook messages. You will have a bunch of messages from me. Some hillbilly from Eastern Kentucky said, "Hey man, I'm bringing a, I'm debuting a, a brown extended cab S10 there, and I'm terribly afraid that I'm not going to have a parking place when I drive 12 hours. Can you make sure I'm good to go?" So, <laughs> I remember when you did that. Speaking of hillbilly, I, I just finished eating a McRib from McDonald's. Is that not oh. a hillbilly type sandwich or not? <laughs> it's a terrible that sandwich. Is the most disgusting. <laughs> <ever>. Terrible sandwich. <laughs> well, I you mean, know. 
I mean, it's, that, it's, it's no Mountain Dew. They don't, they don't usually have real meat anyway, but that's really not meat. I don't understand why they no. actually make it look that's like meat. That I mean, is Mountain Dew lighting, lightning, Mountain Lightning. Whatever the that is the worst. Mountain uh, lightning is amazing. <laughs> yeah, mountain lightning is amazing. Compared to some of the stuff we've drank, that's pretty. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that check so now we got to get we got to get land frame candles. Land frame candles need to do a candle for a smell of McRib along with the Dear Mountain God. Dew, and then your studio will be set. <laughs> <laughs> that is a white trash cocktail if I've ever heard one, guys. <laughs> uh, on that note, I'm going to go do this Twitch thing, so you guys have a good time, and uh, we'll see you another time. <laughs> see you, my friend. Thanks for joining us, DJ Mays, everybody. If you're not yeah, checking him out, follow DJ Mays Radio on every social media platform you can. I'm here, brother. I'm Holy here. shit, this is going to be an absolute mess. I'm so sorry, man. I knew that was going to happen, but he had to do it right when I was just going all the shit. So literally, I'm going to do a little technical difficulties. Please stand by, blah, 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 blah. Let's get back in the swing of things, Shay. Put your goddamn phone down. I don't care about your fucking headphones. My headphones are good. I don't want to see you looking at more headphones. Put that them. shit down. Already bought them. So let's Already ask let's ask Mike a question. Let's ask Mike a question. And then and then let's ask Mike that question and then we'll get back into show talk. Oh, oh <coughs> So Shay Shay has a question for you, Mike, that, that we've started asking all of our guests since so the last much. time you were on here. Okay, we're gonna get down to the brass. And, and this will get us this this will get us back on track, hopefully. So, Mike. You're yes, a pretty sir. strong looking dude. How, how, many fourth grade, how many fourth graders do you think you can take? Fourth graders? Yeah, fourth graders. <laughs> how many fourth graders do you think you could beat the dog shit out of before they overwhelm you? Like some Walking Dead bullshit. Now, well, I'm getting old now, so, I, I mean, probably not many. Come on, give me a number here now. I mean, I, 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 it's ranged. I, I think I could sit in a corner and I could just super kick a bunch of them in the face. You know, we, we asked right, a couple let's of... Go with six. 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 That's, a That's a good number. That's a good number. That's a good number. The uh, one of our Kentucky State Trooper guests, he th- said just one. <laughs> <laughs> but Shay over here is convinced he could take forty or so. Oh no, easily. easily. As long as he I had just, his back to a wall. Yeah, I just, so. just kick a shell. I right. think after a while you get like turbo mode and you just keep kicking. Okay, them. you get so, leg cramp before it was over with though. You got to stretch beforehand. You got to so, plan ahead for these things. So guys, Mike is already regretting the fact that he come back on with us, and we've made this just an absolute cluster. <laughs> which how's that new? Which which is totally, totally expected from us. So let's get back on track a little bit. We've asked the fourth grader question, and we've already asked him other questions in the past that we went around to. But let's get back on track and talking to what he has coming up in January. Mike, so, I'm sorry because it all went to hell when I asked you that question. I got some more questions here. Have you tried that gingerbread bullshit? <laughs> well, it's the most nastiest, Sam. Fuck my wife, it. actually, because of the fact that I brought up the fact that you guys always taste test Mountain Dews. Yeah. So she's like, well, if I can find one, I'll, I'll, I'll just oh. see. We don't have to buy the 12 pack. Oh, she fucked up. She comes home from public <laughs> she with a up. damn. I was like, how the hell did you find that? She oh, goes, I great. swear to God, I found one. Oh, my God. She brought that home. It was absolutely disgusting. It's the most vile tasting drink I've ever had in my life. If I had had my shit together before this episode, Mike, which obviously I do not, being that I ran us 10 minutes late and fucked up all my cables when Maze popped in. If I'd had my stuff together before this, I was actually going to send you in the mail one of our samples of Mountain Dew so that you could try it with us live. Now, next time, if you ever decide for some reason, if you want to come back on here with us, before then, I will actually ship you one of our generic Mountain Dews du jour and allow you to try it with us while you're on with us. I don't know. It doesn't matter which flavor. Something we've not even tried so that Mike can get the full experience. And next time, if I can convince you to come back on here, we will totally ship you one of those so you can just try it right with us. But for now... Listen... Uh, ever, ever since you guys said that it shrinks my testicles, 
I stopped drinking Mountain Dew. So I stopped drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I. That's all I needed. That's yeah. all I needed to hear. That's I'm liquid gone. sterilization, man. That's how I look at it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's a whole lot cheaper than a vasectomy. Listen, listen, oh, Jesus. <laughs> where, where do I get it? All right, guys. Let's, let's talk a little Eastbound. Get down, Mike. Uh, let's let's uh, let's jump into where I cut hey, you off at a minute ago. Get down, January twenty first through the twenty third, baby. It's going to be going down. Destination Daytona. They're at. Ormond Beach, not Daytona Beach, Ormond Beach, which is right off of 95, exit 268 at Destination Daytona. It's the world's largest Harley-Davidson um, uh, uh, dealership. Hotel is right on property. We got the damn pig stand, um, barbecue restaurant right on property. We got Hands, um restaurant right on property. We got ton, We got a um, Saints and Sinners bar right on property where it's going to be. That's where our um, Friday Friday night pre-party is going to go down. We're going to have DJ Mays there, of course. Awesome. And he's going to be, you know, spitting the ones and the twos right there at Saints and Centers. We're going to have all kinds of drink specials going on. I know you guys don't drink, but, you know, there's a bunch of other people that do. So they'll like that. Oh, no. we got a nice big... You know that LMC... You know that LMC doesn't drink. Shay, on the other hand, he'll imbibe a little bit with you. Uh, I, don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. As <laughs> long as it's got a strong enough a potency to where you get something out of it. That weak-ass bullshit like fucking Boone's Farm garbage. Liquid so panty weird. remover. <laughs> I guess that stuff really <laughs> is for a lightweight. <laughs> full bar there for you, Shay. Full bar for you there, brother. you got plenty oh of alcohol God. to get I'd from. bring you some, bring you some real moonshine. square foot pavilion. With the main stage, all the we got fifty park, uh, fifty vehicles that we've hand selected, all parked up underneath there. Um, mm. We got room for about a thousand vehicles. Uh, we got a section for the the stereo competitions going to be going on down there. The girls thought it was really funny to bring in the dunk take um, for me and Big John, oh, Lopez, wow. my partner, going to get our asses in the dunk tank. And they threw, uh, they're going, they told us that they're going to put ice in there to make sure it's nice and cold. And I said, no problem, as long as you girls get in there with white T-shirts on. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're good. All of it's going to charity. So, hey, it's all for a good cause. No problem. And our charity is going to be Sophie's Circle, which is a local um, uh, a pet. You know, they they bring in the dogs. And, and, you know, we're asking, we're doing, we're going to do a contest. Whatever group, club, person, whoever it is. Um, brings in the most items. We got a list. We've posted it up a couple different times on social media. We'll post it up more as well. Um, it's going to win a $200 um, uh, gift card for Saturday night there at Hula Hands, which is on property, like I said. And second place is going to get a $100 uh, bar tab there at Saints and Centers, which is also there on property. So we're going to do something like, you know, we're going to do that. We got Selham Fab making all the best subs. We got 35 best subs. We got a top 50 made by uh, Welch's Chop Shop. Of course, it's all the artwork from. Um, uh, from uh, graphic disorder uh, we got the show shirts right now on pre-order go to eastboundgetdownshow.com get your pre-registrations in right now for the whole month of december because it's the month of giving we're going to give 10 bucks off so it's 50 dollars for pre-registration uh two armbands window sticker get you in and get ready to have a damn good time that weekend so fucking professional you know Holy that was shit. awesome that, that was, was impressive that did, was. did you breathe throughout that did you actually take <laughs> a breath was i didn't have to 
I'm fat, bro. I'm fat. I got plenty of room. I got plenty. Of, I can keep on going. I didn't want to like make you guys fall asleep, so that's why I stopped when I stopped. He had no, me hooked wanting to come after the first 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. The funniest thing is both these boys over here just pulled their phones up, and they're typing away madly and following your instructions. I mean, that that's definitely impressive. I'm more impressed at your delivery there. How much do you have to practice that? Do you stand in front, Tell me the truth. Do you stand in front of your bathroom mirror and go through that entire spiel? Brother, I've been doing it long enough. I don't have to practice. <laughs> Mock Murray, mic drop. God damn it! That was that was nice. Not gonna lie, that but that was nice. I am gonna go back and tell you a story because you brought up this whole stripper thing. First time we went to Vegas for SEMA, we get picked up by a cab. Asked us, "Where do you want to go?" And we're like, "Well, you know what? Let's." take us somewhere that we first time ever to vegas never been to vegas before he goes well i can pay you guys 90 dollars if you let me take you to the strip club what the fuck i was like pay us to go to the strip club he goes swear to god i'm gonna give you guys 90 dollars if i can take you to the strip club we all looked at each other like <laughs> we're going to the strip club Honey bucks. he takes us to the strip club walks us up to the window guy pays him the strip clubs pay the taxis to bring people to the damn strip club. Wow. Pay, he gives us 90 bucks. He gets 90 bucks back from the strip club, and he goes on his merry day. We got 90 bucks now to go into the strip club. The only rule in Vegas is if you're inside the strip club, if you're not paying the strippers, you have to be drinking. Sure. So let's just say that I couldn't tell you a damn thing that went on besides the fact that I know we got paid to go to that strip club because we got fucking trashed because they are walking around checking and making sure you're drinking. If you're not drinking, you're out. That is, and that's needless wild. to say, my wife drank so damn much, she fell asleep. And as soon as she fell asleep on the table, they kicked us out. Oh, my God. That is wild. No, I, I thought I was actually holding on to that opening for a little while. I thought that you would appreciate the story of me getting tossed at a strip club that happened to be in National Lampoon's you know, Vegas vacation when I was underage. So I was holding that as a special opening for you because I thought if anybody will appreciate a Vegas strip club story, I think it's Mike Murray. Hey, dude, I love strip clubs. I love naked women. I love tits. So, hey, that, that was perfect, man. I appreciate that. I really do. I really you're, do. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. You know, that's one thing that I was never really big into, I guess. Uh, there for a couple of years, you know, when anybody tw- turns 21, they always want to go to them. And I guess in, in Kentucky especially, and forgive me for my vernacular here, but they're not strip clubs. They're titty bars. And there's a big damn T- difference. Titty bar. They're titty bars. Titty bars. And, and in Kentucky, we have titty bars. And you go to a titty bar one. And you walk away with just kind of a thin film of shame all over you, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, yo! That's, what did I do? That, that stripper, her three kids were in the buffet area, you know, watching mommy earn their dinner that night. It's just, it's just not good times. So Vegas is different, and New Orleans, and I'm sure you've been to some of the clubs in New Orleans, Mike. But Bourbon Street is a different level as well. In fact, I think Bourbon Street strip clubs are actually nicer to some extent than the ones I've seen in Vegas. Well, I'll tell you this. I know when we go down to uh, to New Orleans, you don't even have to go in the strip club. The damn strippers are outside trying to get you to come in. Oh, so absolutely. They're half naked in the damn streets to get you to come in. It's like, whoa, what's the use of even paying the 20 buck cover? You see it all out here. There's a, there's I, an old, I was impressed. There's an old boy from uh, Eastern Kentucky. And he's about, I guess, about 45 minutes up the road, give or take, is where he's originally from. You might have actually heard of him. Um, he was an older guy. Now, he's passed now. But he went on to start a magazine. The magazine was called Hustler. 
Uh, you may have heard of a guy named Larry Flint, and Larry Flint is <laughs> yeah, from Prestonburg, Kentucky. No, he's from McGuffin County, Sayersville. Is he from Sayersville? Sayersville. So we're talking about 45 miles right here smack dab in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains in eastern Kentucky. He's literally Mike right up the road. If for any reason you ever come in through eastern Kentucky, I'll take you on a tour, and I'll show you where Larry Flint is from. But anyway, oh Larry Flint's magazine had a strip club in Bon Bourbon Street in New Orleans. I have no idea if it's still there or not, but it was literally the Hustler Club. Yes, it is. Is it still there, the three-big-story yes, thing? I remember remember again being the a twin. last time we were there yes the last time we went and ate down and on bourbon street we ate right across the street um acne oyster company is right across uh-huh. the street from hustler uh, <laughs> i remember them girls being out there on the porch on the top porch throwing beads receiving beads yep. having a big old time and yep. it's a i'll tell you what I, at the time again i went when i was 21 and i'm 41 now so it's been 20 years um i remember thinking if this had many trucks this would be the greatest experience of my life. You know, I, I didn't like Vegas. <laughs> Vegas did nothing for me. I was just meh in Vegas. But New Orleans, that's my kind of slum right there. I'm just, <laughs> if they had mountains and mini trucks, I'd be good. I you may know, still be down there. You know, but there's some big shows in Las Vegas now. There are, absolutely. Of course, yeah. you know, Mike would know that better than us and everything. Not only SEMA, but you've got. Oh, I heard this oh, today. Fuck SEMA, fuck SEMA, Ironically, I heard this listening to OLP uh, that I didn't realize yeah. this, but Forbidden Fantasy is coming back. Oh, yep. Forbidden Fantasy uh, should be back next uh, next year in 2022. In Laughlin, Nevada. And that is yeah. one of the most iconic shows ever. Is that something I'm assuming you'll probably be at, Mike? Um, I can't guarantee because I will definitely be at SEMA next year. So I, I sure. don't have I don't have all the time to be able to be going over that way. No, I totally and, understand. Uh, so, what, so, what do you think about SEMA? So, did, did, uh, but we will definitely be at SEMA. Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Now, did you go to SEMA this year? I did not go to okay. SEMA this okay. year. No, I knew Jason um, we got a good friend of ours. Yeah, Jason was there this year, um, but we got a good friend that's going to be debuting his um, C10 uh, that he's building right now. So we're going to go and support him next year when he brings uh, when he brings out a C10. So we'll definitely be there this year. Do you or need next year? I'm sorry. Do you need a hillbilly to carry your bags? I'm just just asking. <laughs> Bro, people are more than welcome to come out there. As a matter of fact, I will find a taxi that will pay us to take us to the damn <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I couldn't imagine shutting down the town of Las Vegas with Mike Murray, but I tell you what, I'm going to right now add that to my bucket list of things I want to do before I die. <laughs> that is that is outstanding, man. The uh, so you know oh, honestly. Let's 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 talk about show a little bit more. You know, let's let's make this worth your time and all the hassle that we've that we've put you through with my not knowing how to be a DJ. Thanks, Maze. It's an honor to be on here with my three favorite hillbillies. Okay? Outstanding. Fuck and you, Farva. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, he, he didn't include you. <laughs> okay, so you know, I went to After Dark last year, and it was awesome. Just absolutely awesome. Now that is not going on this year, right? I'm assuming you're putting all your focus into Eastbound Dick Eastbound Get Down. Eastbound get down, yes. It's going to be in January, okay. 21st to the 23rd. So, okay. what so may- now we're going to come back later on in the year and we'll bring After Dark back. Oh, really? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Did, did you know you decide to shelf that project for the other one, but you're actually planning on doing them both? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're going to bring it back uh, probably. We're looking for either October or November um, of next year. And um, awesome. definitely want to, uh, this I, I being the so. first. Eastbound get down. Uh, it's definitely taking a lot more uh, time, and uh, we want to focus on that, get that up and going, and then because uh, I'll be honest with you, after dark is, is cakewalk, um, and so that's that's definitely going to be you know, and it's it's too easy to not keep having it. So uh, 
only thing we couldn't do this year is that we couldn't come to an exact date when that would work for us and the venue. Sure. Um, so that's why we didn't do it this year. But next year, for sure, it'll be back. We might move it. Not positive yet. If we do move it, it's going to be across the street. And I'm telling you, if you thought Quaker Steak and Lube was cool, we got this new OCC um, bar and grill right across the street. Another Harley Davidson dealership sure. is connected to it. Guy owns it. And this place is humongous. It is huge. And so if we do move it, it would be right over there, right over to there. The guy wants us to be there and uh, he's already reached out and he's like, whenever you're ready, please call me back and I will do whatever it takes to get you guys here. You know, so it sounds like, like it. he wants it there. You know, it's kind of funny when, when I was going last year, uh, when you said it was at a Quaker steak and lube, I was a little nervous. I was thinking, how can a Quaker steak oh, and lube be in a good show venue? And when I got down there, my God, man, you had what, 350 vehicles, something like that. And you had plenty of space and they were bent sick. and they were bent over backwards. Nice. I mean, the, the staff there, they spoke. So, you know, that's one thing when I go to a show, I always try and make it a point, whatever venue is involved. I try and spend a little money, uh, whether that is, you know, a restaurant or whatever. So I went in there when dad and I got something to eat and everything. And I was talking to the staff and they said, literally, this is our favorite weekend of the year. You know, these guys are great. Uh, many truckers, this crowd tips so good. They're so much fun and they were loving life, man. And, you know, that's something is they were so tickled with you. So I don't know if they shown the same courtesy to you directly that they did to your guest, but I had the feeling they were really treating you very well well let's put it this way it's a six hour show and he makes 49 he made 49 it was his second highest grossing night was last year's um uh, i'm sorry was this year's uh, uh after dark forty nine thousand dollars wow wow that is that is wild in so, one day so. so so he he definitely loved us being there and uh so this guy that's across the street knows you know what this guy did there at that so he wants us coming over there because this bar that's across the street now is just, I mean, he's got stages inside. He's got cornhole boards and he's got basketball courts. Inside. I mean, this place is humongous. Basketball courts so, we'll in a bar? It, it's huge. It wow. is absolutely huge. It's all covered. It's, it's, I mean, it's amazing. It's absolutely, basically it's OCC Orange, Orange County Choppers. Um, they bought the name and, Paul Sr. comes down there all the time and hangs out. He's got all his, there's a bunch of his bikes in display in the, in the, um, in the merchandising place where they sell all the merchandising stuff. And, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. It's, it's pretty awesome. I went there for a truck night and on a Tuesday night, they bring live bands in there into this place. I mean, the place is humongous. It's, it's awesome. Wow, that's that's really impressive, actually. So, you know, it being licensed with OCC stuff, obviously it is not a small deal. That sounds pretty wild, actually. I didn't know OCC uh, no, was still in existence. Definitely. Actually, I didn't either. I, I don't really, you know, I've not watched a TV show in a very long time, but that's that's wild. I don't uh, know it's on TV anymore. All I know is is that they sold, you know, they, they bought sure. the name, naming rights, and Finger comes there all the time. Huh. That is that is super freaking huh. cool, actually. This is super freaking cool. You know, now that they have so much flat land that they are able to build these gigantic-ass buildings, around here we can, there's no bar that ever would be that large. Oh, no. hell no. It doesn't no. matter how many oh, alcoholics they have. Do you, <laughs> you say no matter how many alcoholics they have? That's, yeah, that's, it's that's still, great. It, it's true, though. <laughs> it's true, though. There's no way. <laughs> they'll just add a couple more single wides to the side of it, and they'll call it. That's what we get here is modular bars. <laughs> modular bars. Yeah. You, you're not wrong. <laughs> 
God, it's it's it is awesome to get to talk to a real show promoter and to learn all these things. Man, I I, I should be taking notes every time we have Mike on here. And yeah, apparently, and running a big show is a piece of cake. no. I love this. Yeah, I'm going back to this. One of the best shows I went to all year. <laughs> It's cakewalk. It's cakewalk. It's cakewalk. cakewalk. Me and you, we'd be pulling our hair out, oh, taking ulcer medicine, you know, crying. <laughs> Mike's like, nah, we're good. Oh, Just see. snap my fingers, done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that sounds about the right speed. I, I ain't going to lie. I have the best support staff and the guys that have been with me for, for a long time. Sure. And they, they, let, they allow me to do what I do best is go around uh, shake hands and kiss babies, and uh, and they pretty much run. My wife runs the front gate. Um, her and my my I call her my second wife because you know she's my best friend's wife and my my wife's best friend. Yeah, we got and those up here too. They run the. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> we haven't slept together yet. But, uh, <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. We don't judge. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> no, you're in a completely judgment free sure. zone, brother. <laughs> no hating this sure. hard boys. You can tell us that story off uh, once we stop recording, right? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, we, uh, we do have a few stories when we stop gate. recording. <laughs> yep. yep, yep. Uh, hey, well, that's just like why we're recording. I did ask you a favor. If I'm coming on, I got to hear some of this damn Alice story. I've heard and heard and teased and been teased and teased forever about the Alice story. And Oof. you promised me, you promised me that you was going to. Come out and tell some Alice story. And I got to give a shout out to my boy, Mr. V6, because he absolutely loves you guys. And he's always listening to you guys. My boy, Scott, with the blue Mazda. And I know you guys know who he is. He's oh, Matt's yeah. friend, too. And I know you guys love Matt. And yep. uh, he's like, Man, you got to get him to talk about this. Yeah, yep. And you got to get him to talk about this Alice story. So we got to, you got to give us something, guys. You got to give us something about this Alice story. You know, that's cold. That's cold, Mike. That's cold. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. We agreed to this. We sent te- I sent text messages to you. I don't read all your tags. You know, Come on now. I suck at texting. Uh-huh. Technology. Uh-huh. I just I hit back that says. <laughs> all right. The Alice story so so here's, what's, here's what's going to happen is I'm going to tell the Alice story. And then when half of our listeners say that I'm an absolute piece of shit for it and, and my horrible <laughs> Oriental accent I'm getting ready to do. Is a this is on Mike. This is on Mike Murray. And, yeah, and, yeah, here you know, goes. And hey, think, I'll, I'll let it all fall on my shoulders. No problem. And to think, I can tell you right now, you're going to definitely make three of your listeners very happy by hearing this Alice story. Well, that means the other right five now. and a half are going to stop listening completely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're going those three are going to be really happy though. So that's that. Just think, you just made three of them really happy. To whoever is listening, I'm so sorry in advance. This is Mike Murray's fault. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's, a, it's, it's Mike Murray's fault. His, so. his impression is hilarious. It's no wrong. damn it. Don't it, build it, it up. It really is. Because I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just. It's just how it was. It's I, just. I don't know how else to do it. <clears throat> but he's wrong. God bless. He's but, so wrong. No. 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 Did you actually sound like that? All right, Mike. This is <laughs> that's what I thought. So this, I thought. Is, this is this is here we go. Fuck, we're done. Here this, we go. This, this is the last. Is the, this well, the last I hope you guys have enjoyed the last ever episode of the LCD <laughs> podcast. Because you know that special fiftieth episode we had coming up. No, yeah, we're done. No, we're, we're done. <laughs> okay, we so, check on that while you're doing this. <clears throat> please understand before I tell this story to anybody listening. This is I'm trying to be as objective and unbiased as I can, and I don't know any other way to tell this story other than just to be dead honest. So you ready to rock with this one? You really want to hear it, Mike? Do you really want to put us out of business? Oh, uh, we're ready. We are ready. <laughs> no hesitation at all. Fuck it. Put them out of business. I want to hear this story. All right, so 
<laughs> many, many years ago, a guy named Brandon Burrell, you probably know Brandon, he used to be, or he still is oh, a, a very well. yeah, photographer, Cranberry, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Brandon used to come to a show I put on, a little old show on the head of the holler, uh, the H word. And uh, he and I become pretty good friends over the years and stuff. Well, he also put on a show. Now, I don't know if you remember this or not, but he had a show called Scraping the Smokies in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Do you, do you remember hearing about that one? Yes, I do. Okay, so it went on for several years. There. Were you what? Were you really? Hey, to be honest with you, the nickname, the mayor, that's, I got that my nickname at that show by John Beebe. No shit. Did you really? Yes, sir. That is yes, outstanding. Sir. I did not yes. know that. Well, I was everyone ever, so you and I have more than likely crossed paths at least once. So anyway, mm-hmm. long story short, as I often say, because this is going to be kind of a long story, but I'm doing my best here. At the show was going on, and the guys with me, Chris Wilson, Matt Adams, and Jared Cheek, uh, two of those three guys have been guests here on LCD Podcast. Um we were. I was down there in. Was I in Whitey? No, I was in the pink truck. I was in a, just a, a boring extended cab, bagged S10, nothing special at all, just a daily driver. It was patinaed and shop lettered and blah blah blah. That truck was awesome. And, thank you. And then Chris Wilson, my buddy, was in his turbocharged 2.3 convertible Ranger, square body Ranger, uh, the Juiced Ranger. So we're down there bumming around and stuff, and, and we go through the show and everything. We see who we want to see. We do what we want to do, and then we get kind of antsy because you know my EDD kicks in. So we go driving. Well, anywho, we decided to take a drive, and we end up in a little old community called Lake Lure, North Carolina. Now, everybody knows what a Dirty Dancing fan I am. I love Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze makes my heart go pitter-patter. I'm man enough to fucking admit it. I don't care. (laughs) I love Dirty Dancing. Water floats about, man. I know the entire (laughs) soundtrack. Oh, I love Roadhouse, too. But more for Sam Elliott. Roadhouse is the best. (laughs) Makes me want to just fucking kick somebody in the head. You. So, So, anyway... Until you have held a young lady friend in the actual lake that Patrick Swayze was actually in. I keep thinking yourself at the Mountain Lake Lodge in Virginia. You've not lived, man. I'm just saying. So have you done like the ghost thing too? Fuck ghost. So anyway, (laughs) the reason I'm bringing up the reason I'm bringing up Dirty Dancing is because Dirty Dancing was filmed in two locations. Okay, most people don't know this. One was at the Mountain Lake Lodge in Staunton, Virginia, I believe, or at least south of Staunton, Virginia, up past Roanoke. Uh, near Blacksburg, okay? That's the Mountain Lake Lodge. And that was the actual hotel in the movie and the dining room in the movie and the lake in the movie and on and on and on. But then this little old community called Lake Lure, North Carolina, built around a uh, little state park called Chimney Rock State Park in the area around Hendersonville. Um, the uh, uh, They also had some scenes from Dirty Dancing, but just very minimal scenes. In fact, the the uh, the staircase scene where baby is practicing her dance moves. I know this means nothing to you guys. Just trust me, okay? I fucking love Dirty Dancing, where she's practicing her dance moves. All the way through. That staircase. I haven't. You should be the best sex you ever have. Um, <laughs> that staircase <laughs> is in Lake Lure, North Carolina. Okay. So anyway, there's also an old hotel there called the Lake Lure Inn, and a couple of the cabin scenes were filmed on the property of Lake Lurian. Now, that's, that's all, I'm only telling you this to show that this little tourist town, Lake Lurian, has just a tiny bit of, I don't want to say relevance, I'm not making fun of it, but enough to make a little touristy town. A lot of the dirty dancing fans come and so forth and so on. So anyway, us mini-truckers, us four mini-truckers end up there in Lake Lure, North Carolina. And of course, I'm just enchanted. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I love this place. At that point, we didn't have a hotel. You still with me, Mike? You boarded this yet? Because you asked for this. Nope. Okay, nope, cool. Nope. Just, I asked for it. Right oh, in. Where'd you get the house? <laughs> Where'd you get his impression? It is. Shut up. <laughs> it is fucking priceless. You're, you're going to talk me out of it. Oh, you're going to no. talk me out of it. No, you have to. You said it for mine. If I drink, I would I would down one right now just to get through this one. <laughs> so anyway, that being said, 
Um, so we're in Lake Lori, and I want to stay there. So we start looking around for hotels. Well, we decide on the, I think it was called Rainbow Falls Lodge or something like that. Because across from Chimney Rock, there is this mountain with this beautiful waterfall coming out of the top of the damn mountain. I'm not kidding, guys. It's gorgeous. This beautiful waterfall. I can't remember the name. It's not Rainbow Falls, but something similar. This beautiful waterfall coming out of the top of the mountain. And it's, we're in a valley. This Lake Lure is shaped like a question mark. The straight parts in the valley, the loop goes around Lake Lure. And it's got a beach. And it's just a really cool place. Well, anyway, I really, I need to go back, damn it. Now, now I'm talking myself into it. Anyway. So we decide to get a hotel room there, and we come across this hotel across from the waterfalls called like the Roaring Falls Lodge or Rainbow Falls Lodge or whatever. So we go in, and here's where the story gets completely unpolitically correct, and I'm trying my best to keep it objective, and and thanks a lot, Mike Murray, for again running us out of business. So, damn it. it. The the things I do for peer pressure. So we walk in, and the couple that owns the hotel – uh, there is, let's call him Jason. His name, his name don't fucking matter. And Jason is obviously from the north. He's you know Boston type accent and stuff. Very nice guy. So he's Mark Wahlberg. He's Mark Wahlberg, except that he's not in shape and he has a receding hairline. And he's not Mark Wahlberg. So, <laughs> and he's absolutely nothing like Mark Wahlberg. And anyway, so he's not a millionaire. So no, 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 not with this hotel. It had eight rooms. But anyway, but he had this very lovely wife. Her name was Alice. Now Alice was obviously Asian, okay? And fuck you, Shay. Stop. Just stop. Are you sure you want me to do this, Mike? Oh, dude, I want you to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm ready, dude. And I just want to know what Asian lady is named Alice. I well, mean, seriously. Probably the name that she gave them four hillbilly mini truckers that come in that knew she could not pronounce whatever her real name was. <laughs> she, she took one look at us, hid her business card, said, it's Alice for today. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk in, and, and we, we talk to Jason and Alice, and, and oh, my God, Alice is just, just, a, just a ray of sunshine. She is awesome, bubbly, sweet, horrendously nice, and spoken pretty broken English. And uh, pretty broken, pretty broken. And, and we got our room, and we went up to the room, and and we all four decided, well, we're hungry. At this point, we're forty five minutes to an hour away from Hendersonville. We don't know this area at all. And Matt Adams and I decided to go downstairs, talk to Alice, and get a restaurant recommendation. So <clears throat> anyway, I walk in to the office, Matt behind me, and Alice looks at me. And she goes, "Oh, hello, boys. How you doing?" And I'm like. <laughs> Shut up, Shay. And I'm like, hey, Alice, how are you? She said, oh, Alice, do fine. Alice, do fine. It's okay. Okay. I'm literally hearing all of our listeners just look at me in disgust. Stop it. Stop it. Damn it. And she's like, what can I help you boys with? I said, well, Alice, we'd like to get dinner. She said, oh, you boys want dinner? I said, yeah, we'd like to get dinner, and we don't know any restaurants around here. And she said, oh, you wait. Alice, fix it. Alice, fix it. Alice, find you a good place to eat. Hold on. And Alice, it's not that funny. Oh Damn, it's God, not that funny, Shay. Alice, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to air this. can't believe I'm going to air this. So Alice, awesome. it, no, it's not awesome. Again, I've, you know, my it is awesome. going to be your most listened to, most so awesome. highly rated uh, episode ever. Everybody's going to forget episode 50, and they're all going to remember. <laughs> Y'all fucking quit, okay? So, so anyway, so Alice just happens to have, and I don't know to this day why she had this, she happens to have this handwritten 
phone book. She did it herself. It's like Alice's little book of local numbers that may be useful. I don't know. She takes this handwritten phone book off of the wall. It's like literally like in a bank pen chain to the wall. And she starts flipping through it. She's like, hold on one second. Alice, find you a place to eat. Alice, find you a place to eat. Hold on. And she's flipping through and flipping through. <clears throat> and she literally picks up the phone and calls. You know, punching the numbers. Hello, this is Alice. Alice from Rolling Fork Laws? Yes. Is your grill open? <laughs> no. Your grill closed? Oh, uh, okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Alice hangs up the phone, looks at us, says, it's not that funny. It's not that funny, Shay. It is that funny, isn't it? Shay, do you need, are you okay? I'm having a great time already. <laughs> I'm glad this happened. And Alice, and Alice says, oh, I'm sorry, boys. Alice not find you a place to eat with this one. It's okay. Hold on one minute. Alice find you a place to eat. And Alice picks up the phone again. Hello. Yes, this is Alice. Yes. Alice from Rolfo's Lodge? Yes. How you doing? Oh, Alice do fine. Thank you. Uh, I got a question. Alice Alice has boys in lobby. Big boys. Very hungry. Eat much food. Big boys, can I send them to you? Your grill open? Your grill open? Oh, Alice, thank you. Bye-bye. Alice hangs up the phone, looks at me, says, You and luck, boys. Big boys, go and eat much food. Grill opened. And literally, Alice sends us to an Italian restaurant where I have a very romantic evening with Matt Adams and Chris Wilson and Jerry Cheek <laughs> overlooking Lake Lure, thinking about Patrick Swayze and realizing that I can't believe I just told this fucking story on the air <laughs> and that we have lost all eight and a half of our listeners. So, Mike Murray, I hope you're ha- happy. So and worth. Out. That was so worth waiting. 49 episodes. <laughs> that was, that's classic. <laughs> yep, yep. You've, uh, you've just totally run us out of business, man. All them I, fancy shirt designs we were going to have this year nope <laughs> nope all gone oh my god all gone now now you have to come up with the alice of the, the little chinese lady on the phone why you oh, three guys are standing uh, in front of her uh, with the motel in the background uh, that's gotta be on one of your shirts and i will fucking hey, buy however i would buy that i would buy that shirt I would buy yeah. that shirt. But like Lauren yeah. back, maybe like Lee yeah. hugging Chris Wilson in it. Uh, Gentlemen, yeah. this story yeah. will never be uttered Hold again. Him up by the waist. Oh, oh, water. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, that, that is kind of funny, Jeremy. I'm not going to lie. So this this story, will, this story will never be uttered again to any of the eight and a half listeners. If you ask me about this story, I will look at you like you're stupid and deny every damn bit of it. Oh, so goodness. I'm going to say the title this on this one is not going to say Alice right Story. Podcast Gold. It was podcast gold. This is barely podcast oh. coal if we're talking elements oh here. It, it, <laughs> dirty, dirty coal. You are, you are wrong. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. See, so kids, and this is why peer pressure is horrible. Alice story, now that you've talked the Alice story, would you like to hear the strawberry shortcake story? But if you've already listened to the, the Our Lifestyle, the podcast, okay, drop a little you know plug there. If you've listened to Our Lifestyle, the podcast, you've heard the Alice story, but I don't know if you've if you listened or if you heard it, though. You mean so the strawberry shortcake they, story. They it up. Are you ready for this? Are you sure? Absolutely, man, because I'm not recalling, honestly, and, and, and I'm very curious. Okay. No, no, and that's fine, but there's no, like, My personal favorite part of, of the whole Alice thing, in all sincerity, was she literally looked at Matt Adams and I and said, Oh, I got big boys here. Big boys, very hungry. Eat much food. That was my personal favorite part of the you know, whole thing. What's, what's funny is that it, I thought you were about to say Matt's not a big fellow. Of, of, 
of the dialing of the number. Oh, is your grill open? Oh, your grill is open? Oh, big boys are doing all these so hungry. Uh, <laughs> so since it's only fair now, okay. since, since you run us out of business, okay. let's uh, let's hear the strawberry shortcake story before we say our final goodbyes. So, okay, so real quick. Quick story, not really, but here it goes. The Spark Show, two years ago. Didn't make it last year. Love the Spark Show. If you've never been to the Spark Show, you got to check it out. Adam Tripp, Don Dizzy, they do an awesome job. Sevierville, Tennessee, you got to be there. It's August, usually always the second weekend. You guys got to be there. You got to check it out. Great time. And of course, Pigeon Forge is right there. Can't miss it. So we actually went out after Saturday, the show, we went out to dinner. Well, I had my own truck, Jason, um, my partner, he drove his. So he he drove he already left me. I was by myself. I go, and I was like, oh, shit, I need gas. So, of course, there's the big, huge, brand-new Wawa gas station right right there. Well, I choose to go to, because it was busy, it looked like, I choose to go to the little shithole that barely had any lights on. I go there. So I pull in. I go to pump, start pumping gas. Well, um, I had to go inside to use the bathroom. So I was like, all right. So I go inside, lock my truck up. I go inside, big lady had to weigh at least 300 pounds, tattoos on her neck and, and, you know, arms and the whole nine yards. I walk to the, uh, to the bathroom, which is a straight shot, straight shot from the cash register all the way. I was like, yeah, bathroom. Oh yeah. Straight, straight back. Walk to the bathroom. I opened the door. Door was unlocked. So I opened the door and there sits this big, beautiful woman. (laughs) All I see is her pull up her underwear real quick and real fast, and they had strawberry shortcake pants. She had strawberry shortcake panties on. Outstanding. Oh, I remember. Did they use a flag to go across it or what? <laughs> is there a this stra- lady had to weigh at least 250 to 300 pounds. She's on this little-ass toilet, and all she pulls up her damn underwear oh, real that's quick ruined. and real fast. And <laughs> oh, that's strawberry that's shortcake that's so a, I oh. shut the door, and the lady at the cash register goes, "Oh, you probably seen something you didn't want to see." Her exact words. Wow. And I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so let's I go. Oh, no, please go ahead. I, I need to, to hear the rest out. of this. I proceed to walk back out to go out to my truck to pump gas. Okay, so now there's two pumps. There's a one. I'm sorry. There's two rows. There's one row um, where her car was parked. I never seen her boyfriend in the car because he stayed in the passenger side of the car. Okay. And I come and all of a sudden, so I start pumping my gas. I'm on, like I said, I'm on the second row of, of pumps closest to the road. I'm pumping gas. I see her now walk because it's a little gas station. I see her walking from the back. I, you know, I see her walking up to the front. I see her come walking up to the front door. She opens the front door and she's yelling at me. That motherfucker tried getting in the bathroom with me. Oh, my God. She is a light shade color. Her boyfriend is a dark shade color. Right. Okay. In the car. Okay. Mm -hmm. He can't open his passenger side door because the handle's broken. I noticed that when I walked out. Oh, that's great. So now he's coming coming through. I'm pumping gas. He's coming through the, um, the driver's side. You trying to get in the bathroom with my girl? Who the fuck I'm talking to you? You trying to get in the bathroom with my girl? And I'm like, bro, no, we're we're good, man. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> he, he climbs over through the passenger. He's got the window down. He's hanging out the window, and he's yelling. 
and she's over there hanging out the door. Go kick his ass. He tried to get in the bathroom with me. He tried to get in there. He tried to get in there. He want, He seen me. He seen me in the bathroom. Oh my God. And so now he's yelling, motherfucking cracker, I'm going to come whip your ass. I was like, listen, bro. Hey, I got, I'm pumping my gas. So if you're going to do what you're going to do, do what you're going to do. But as soon as I'm done, I'm out of here. So now he proceeds. He walks back in, or he, or he comes out of the car. Now he goes back into the car. Looks like he's, or he's reaching back into the car, thinking, you know, he's going to reach in. He's trying to get a gun. That's, right. that's my first thought. Wow. I was like, bro, if you're going to do what you're going to do, just do it. Do it. Then, about this time, she's still yelling at me, hanging out the door of the of the gas station. She's still yelling at me. Go whip his ass, Pookie. Whip his ass, Pookie. Granted, she's a white girl, and she's telling the, him to go beat that cracker's ass. I thought that was the best part. Wow. Now, we got the big old 300-pound fucking tattooed um, uh, lady that comes that was at the cash register. Y'all get the fuck out of here and leave him alone. She pushes fat girl out the fucking door. Get your white trash ass out of here and get the fuck. Leave him the fuck alone. He didn't do shit. Nobody wants your fat ass. Get the fuck out of here. And now he's still yelling at me. I'm going to beat your cracker ass. He gets out of the car, family. He's got a jacket on. Now, granted, it's in August. Fucking 100 degrees outside in Tennessee. Humid as fuck. He's got this big old poofy jacket on. His pants are down to his knees. And I'm just sitting here laughing at the guy because he can barely walk because he's got his he's trying to hold his pants up. The fat um uh, lady, uh, cash register chicks pushing fat girl out the window. Get the fuck out of here, you white trash! Y'all pieces of shit! Y'all ain't gonna do nothing! Get the fuck! Out. And then she goes. They finally go ahead and and I'm like, hey guy, whatever you're gonna do, bro. I'm almost done. So whatever you got to do, let's do it. Take care of business. Whatever we got to do. He ain't going to do shit. They're fucking shit talkers. They talk all kinds of shit. Always come up here and cause problems. Get the fuck out of here. And then she tells me, I'm sorry you had to, you know, mess with those, you know, they mess with you, whatever. But they ain't going to do shit. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. That's the strawberry shortcake story. <clears throat> wow. The opinions of one Mike Murray are not necessarily the opinions of the Dale City <laughs> podcast. and must be taken as opinions of the guests that they're in with no legal liability and or opinionation from the LCD podcast staff. So if he'd reached in his gun, See? I would have popped my trunk and got my AR out and be like, bitch, I got 30 rounds. I'll shoot you and every car around me. <laughs> so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out the obvious here. Uh, the... Uh, Number one, who have we not offended with this episode? Um, <laughs> and uh, um, number two, number two, I never thought that I would a do an Oriental accent and b hear the phrase "strawberry shortcake panties" on the same episode. Yeah, I, I just wonder what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> this three hundred pound woman wearing strawberry shortcake panties. Okay, so let's get back to the important thing here. Where is this gas station? Because I'm going to go selfie with it next week. It, it's in it's in Pigeon Forge or Sevierville, so- right? Near Sparks. Severe, you know where the... Um, yes, I do. The fuck, uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. We went and ate there. At Absolutely. The Quaker Steak and Lube. Directly in, across from Walmart. Yes. Yes. And then so basically, because right, we stayed at the host hotel, okay. and it was right before the host hotel okay. was this gas station. I should have went across the street to the nice lit up brand new Wawa, but I chose this piece of shit hotel. And, but I would never have that story if I didn't go there. So, hey, I got the story now. I went back to the hotel parking lot, and they're all drinking. They're all drunk. I told my story, and, bro, it was just laughs the whole night. It was great. That is wonderful. Uh, just, you win. <clears throat> you win. I, I, you beat I the Alice story. I, I didn't have no words. 
I that's mean, uh that's Mike, when he was reaching inside of his vehicle, didn't he reach inside of yours and get a bigger gun? So that's, that's just... uh, I ain't gonna lie. I don't I don't have a gun. That's I got what hillbillies do, Jack. You don't you don't own a gun? We uh we, we you, don't, you don't own a gun? Is that what you said? See mountain people it's not a question of if, it's how many quantity and, and you know what's yeah, available yeah, at the time. Yeah, so, yeah. How hey, many magazines do you have? I'm not gonna lie. Y'all can have my man card if you want, it's all good. No 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 but, no, you no know, absolutely you not. Got, when you got these two guns that I carry around at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. When, if, that, that, that takes Mark, that. Mark comes up here. We're just showing out all the guns. I'm a, I've, I've, I've really, really, I don't know how to even begin to index this episode. I, I carry you know, Arsenal. Wow! Just I'm just, I'm still. This is this has been something. This has been something. The Mike Murray extravaganza. Hey, dude, episode forty nine is one to remember. You are not going to forget this de- <laughs> most <laughs> offensive episode yet. I don't know. We used the phrase "gaggle reflex" once. I think that I think that might be it. Man, I still wonder if that guy was fucking those goose. He was, he was fucking that duck. Was it, there a, was, duck? it was a duck. Oh, it was a big white farm duck. No doubt my mind. And that was also in Pigeon Forge, which really makes a lot of sense because Pigeon Forge is is different. It is. It is. It is different. <sighs> And let me tell you something. On the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in Pigeon Forge, it is totally fucking different. You know, Imagine fucking so. Like, you know, thir- uh, the late Thursday to early Monday is the tourism crowd. But, man, Tuesday, Wednesday, and early Thursday, that's just your locals and shit. And that's like, they ain't no different than us up here. Uh, I have actually rode the transit trolley through town many times just for the hell of it. And the, the, the driver thought I was a moron. He's like, where are you going to go? And I'm like, man, I just want the tour. He's like, you're riding this just to tour around town? I'm like, yeah, I don't got to drive. <laughs> He's like, all right, man. And they just let me, like, for 50 cents, ride around the damn trolley all day, ring, ring the bell once and wave at people. You know, It was it was a good time. Hey, but it was, it was nothing more... but locals. There was no uh, tourist on that thing. Man. It was just locals going to work and shit. So it's got a – Pigeon the... Forge has a seedy white underbelly. Do you feel out of place? I could, I, you probably not. You probably wouldn't be out of place there, would you? Me? No, I'm white trash, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of. I'm kind of want to see strawberry shortcake myself. I, that's why I was. That's where the gas station was. I just. I'm gonna go drive by and say, "Hey, hey, let's let's see the Mondays there, girl." <laughs> Actually, let's let's see them fundies. Man, I bet I could hang that as a flag hey, in my I front yard. I can almost guarantee. I can almost guarantee that cashier is probably still at that damn gas station. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I'm 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 gonna call Dizzy as soon He's as it's over, and I'm gonna ask him specifically where this gas station is. I'm gonna go selfie with it. I'm gonna send you a picture here shortly. Oh. Give me a couple days. Absolutely. Oh, that, that tickles me. It's the me. gas station right before the the. It's on that same side as I can't remember the name of that damn um, host hotel, but it uh, but it's that host hotel that we all stayed at for um, the Spark Show. Yeah, and it's right there on that same side of the street, and it's right before. It's across the street from where, like I said, there's a wall walk across the street, and then there's that damn little shit gas station. It was that shit gas station. <clears throat> was it a Murphy or a Mapco by any chance? Hey, I remember strawberry shortcake. It'll always be <laughs> no problem. Scar, scar I'm, I'm going to find this gas station. You just in fact, I may have a fucking pop up sale of leftover LCD merchandise in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. There will be a sticker. I promise you, there will be an LCD sticker somewhere on that gas station when I get done. That is fucking that's, outstanding. That's, and wrote under so Sharpie, good. Mike Murray was here once. I just, I could, I, yeah. That, I would, I would have been fucking speechless. 
I'm, oh my God, you've got my gears turning way too much, dude. You just wait, man. I've got access to some, some printers. I'm just saying. You know, we need more of the, We need some more of those. Oh, I've got some uh, great ideas, Shay. We got, we got to talk with Mike's off the phone, man. I've got some great ideas. I think we should more more Trey Cool stickers. <laughs> Honest to God. The so, Trey Cool stickers went over well. So, anywho, uh, I guess at this point, you know, taking out, um, taking out Eastbound Get Down, um, which I would love to attend. The uh, I don't know that it will happen or not. January is usually stupidly crowded for me, but but if I can convince Dad to come down with me, we'll make the trip. And and uh, and, and and like I said, I had an absolute blast last time. And then the whole it's a whole different world down there. But I felt completely at home because you know I can go anywhere in the country and feel at home with a bunch of mini truckers in a parking lot. So and Mike, you treated me like royalty last year, and I didn't deserve a second of that. And you were super good to me and my dad both. And 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 again, big shout out and thank you. You know, since since we've started this whole podcasting thing, you know, you guys reached out to us early on and you have treated us unbelievably good not only at your shows but just in general and we really appreciate you they noticed me just walking around yeah just just so y'all know we really appreciate you guys and we we have the utmost utmost respect for y'all and we love what you do and and seeing all the amazing events you put on the shit under that guys and you guys are really really classic man so let's let's get to mini trucks now i got something let's talk about this maverick now i was getting ready i was getting ready ready to give a heartfelt thank you for your friendship we don't we don't do this we like you we love you mike there we go yeah there you go anyways back to this maverick now have you seen it have you seen it have you seen it? The bag, bag? Uh, no. You not seen it yet? No. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. No. It's beautiful. And I'm not a oh, Ford person, it's, but it's it is, beautiful. It's beautiful. It really is. <laughs> I'm have to send well, it to you, I tell you, I tell you what. While you're looking that I'm up, just, do I'm we on. have any more relevant questions for one Mister Mike Murray? Because um, we have taken a lot of his time with our technical difficulties and stuff. I mean, <clears> like he already told me one wild ass story. Why not get another one out of him? Let's hear about his worst hotel. Hey, you know, we didn't ask you that the first time you're with us because we didn't really have our stick very polished. Uh, but we do. We like to ask the fourth grader question, which you answered in flying colors. And let me quote with these two guns i don't need a fucking ar um but we have not asked you this question that is a good quote isn't it in fact the sticker that i have in mind that's going to be the actual quotation underneath it i need one of them think about mike murray rambo shirt big fucking flexed arm (laughs) strawberry shortcake tank top you got the bandana on yeah a a strawberry shortcake bandana Uh, it could also be a large pair of panties whatever (laughs) panties yeah and then with with these guns i'm just saying but in all sincerity while shay is 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 furiously looking Looking up this Maverick here. Did you send it to him? Yep. Cool. Facebook. Well, yeah. Check your Facebook Messenger if you can. But tell us your worst. Tell us your worst hotel story, Mike. Can you do that for us? I'm gonna have to go back because I thought for sure we did talk about this on there because it was the Spring Break Nationals. We did. Um, We did. We did. We did. And we even asked him the flea market question. So really, you know, we just he just owned us for not having changed our shit in a year. Holy shit! We We are so unoriginal. Holy fuck! We do. We 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 have anything new. We have become routine. We are boring. No, y'all got to have a different question. No, no. We just got dude Shay. We just got outed as being the missionary position of podcasts. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't say that about us. Damn. That's it. We're missionary, dude. We are we are skirt up to the waist, Pentecostal, look away in shame missionary. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> well, we need to kick it up a gear then. All right, let's talk about Let's pull these fucking snakes. Before. So actually, here is my worst hotel experience ever. And it was actually, we. this is before I even had anything to do with Slamfest. Um, we were, uh, we were in our seductive styles car club. We went to, we stayed at the seductive styles. Nice. We walked in. There was like three of us, three of us in a row. Um, we did car washes. This man, this was 25 years ago. This was a long time ago. 
stay at this Days Inn right down the road from the car show. Um, we get there. We got there late. We all get all of our rooms. Everybody all goes into the rooms pretty much the same time. And the first guy that opens his room, holy shit. And we're like, what? What's, what's, what's going on? <laughs> there is a chalk line of a dead dude on the fucking floor. And he's like, dude, I think somebody died in my room. Nice. Like, what? And I swear to God, there was a chalk line on the fucking carpet on the floor of look like some dude was laying there. And then, so we're all over there like, what the fuck? Dude, it smelled like fucking pot, like big time. I mean, the whole room was just like, whoa. Got like a fucking natural high when you walk into the room. (laughs) 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 I was supposed to be renting out this damn room to anybody. There's like a chalk line. looks like some dead... Oh yeah, no, no big deal. No, 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 no. Well, no I'll big clean deal. that up for you. No uh, big deal. No, 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 no. We are not. He, they're, they're not staying in that room. Matter of fact, I don't think we're going to stay here. Uh, just give us our money back. And like I said, we were young kids. We had, we're, we ain't got no money to be, you know, oh, yeah. not being able to stay at a hotel. Well, good luck trying to find another one. Oh, I guess you're right because we started calling. Wives are calling. No, we're not staying here. I'm not staying in that room. Blah blah blah. There was nowhere else to stay. So needless to say, she went, she sent the damn um, hotel, um, the, the maid up there to go and vacuum clean the floor. And she's up there with Lysol, spraying Lysol. And, ooh, stinky, very stinky, very oh stinky God. Spanish lady. Was it Alice? Oh, English. okay. Oh. <laughs> just, just, just make sure it wasn't no, Alice. Wasn't there. Alice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, big boys, very stinky. No, not sticky, stinky. And uh, um, we'll, we'll call her... Call her Maria to right, save, right. save the, the entities, and uh, she goes up there with vacuum cleaner and and it's all and she ooh very stinky, very stinky, ooh, ooh very it. bad, very bad, and so yeah, it was uh, that was probably our worst. Uh, 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 hotel experience. We've we've had that reminds me a lot of the one that that Farva and I actually did up in West Virginia, where the ceiling was caving in and there was blood in the bathtub. We actually have made a shirt about that. Um, I don't know if I even hey, I sent you the artwork as far as the Farva yeah, sh- staring at the chalk body outline. Of course, we didn't really see a body outline, so you definitely have one up on us. But that is super no, no, super. We cool. definitely saw a, a chalk body line. Yes, Jesus Christ, Days that in is on Highway sixty, uh, like nineteen ninety. Seven, probably 98 God, I think it was probably it was probably when it was. It was a long time ago. A long time ago. I wouldn't change those memories for anything, though. Would you, Mike? Uh, absolutely not. That's just like going to Blood Drag back in, in like the early two thousands. Uh-huh. That drive down there, there was a stop sign. There was a, a road sign that said um, "Road Maintained by Camp Weed." I thought it was. I never smoked weed, but I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I jumped out of my truck. My wife is like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's pitch black out here. And I'm out here trying to tear this damn sign down and throw it in the back of my truck. All of a sudden, <laughs> there's a car coming. I jump in the back of my truck and lay down so they don't see me. Car passes. All right, cool. Jump back out. I'm sitting here like, I probably stop this sign. I'm yanking it. Trying to I found get this damn sign out of the ground, throw it in the back of the truck. And here, oh my God, here comes another car. Oh my God. This is a cop this time Ooh. coming down the damn road. I jump in the back of the bed. The wife takes off and we head back to the hotel. They're like down this row of hotels and there's hotels on each side of the road. We come down, uh, come down the road and I'm holding up this sign. Camp weed, 
camp weed. Like I said, I don't even smoke pot, and I'm holding up this damn sign like camp. I'm the cool guy holding up a sign that says camp weed, and everyone's like, yeah, that's awesome. So we came, we brought the damn camp weed sign back to the hotel. It stood in the damn hotel parking lot, and you know everybody's out there drinking and having a good time. That was a that was a good time. Yeah. So we trade those camp weed for the wind, Mike. I'm I'm going to tell you a story yeah. on air. And then, if you will allow me the luxury of a few more minutes of your time when we wrap up, I would like to tell you a story off air that I can never tell on air. So the on air story oh, is God. That's about the Alice story. Oh, it tops the it. Alice story all six and six, six and one half dozen the other, I guess. But <laughs> all right. So talking about the being young and not having you know two quarters to rub together, if you will. Uh, have I ever told you about the seventy five dollar weekend that I had in Pigeon Forge? Uh, no. It's not really a funny, super funny story, but it's just kind of a sad, or I don't know, sad, but a, a wholesome story, I guess. So when I was 18, uh, which would have been 1999, the show, no, 98, it was 98, so I was 17. Uh, the show that become the Nopi Mini Truck Nationals, and, and we've talked a little bit about the history of the original Mini Truck Nationals and Pigeon Forge, how uh, Sandy and, and Charlie Cobble divorced. One got one, sh- one got the show name. Charlie started the other show, become two shows, making it the craziest event ever. And of course, I know you went Pigeon Forge back in the day, so you, so you remember it. Well, anyway, there for a while, Charlie attempted to put on a lowrider and import show, and this was pre Fast and Furious. Like I said, this was ninety seven, ninety eight, somewhere around that range. I remember that I skipped my junior prom to go to this show. Now, I didn't have any money, and, and, and I did not belong. I had a slightly lifted Toyota Tacoma uh, with clear tail lights and a bed rug and some 15-inch subs, and I thought I was a bad bitch, man. I love that truck. And that's Sparky. <laughs> I miss my Tacoma every day. And uh, anyway, 97, 98, whenever it was, I skipped my junior prom, and me and one of my buddies decided to head down to this show, the first annual and I can't quite remember the name, but a Sport Compact Super Nationals or Sport Compact, no, Lowrider and Euro Nationals. <clears throat> that show ended up merging with Nopi and becoming the Nopi Mini Truck Nationals that Charlie put on. That he ended up moving to Bristol in 03, blah, 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 spare the history lesson. So anyway, but before that was a combined thing, he had an import show. And, and pretty fast and furious, so everything there was actually pretty nice. A lot of gritty stuff you've seen. And there was a lot of mini trucks in that crowd too. And there was also some amazing hydraulic hoppers. Uh, and, and there were just some super cool stuff down there. Well, anyway, uh, that weekend, I had $75 to my name. So I plotted everything out. In the off-season in Pigeon Forge, especially back in 97, 98, you could still get a hotel room for less than $20 a night. Legitimately less than $20 a night, no joke. Damn. So... Seventy-five dollars. Back then, gas was about a dollar, a dollar nine a gallon, give or take. So for seventy, for seventy-five bucks, I had enough money to fill up the truck, drive down to Pigeon Forge. As soon as I got there, me and my buddy that was with me, we got ten dollars in groceries at the Kroger. The Kroger is gone now. Used to be there at the bend of the river. As soon as you go into to Sevierville. Uh we got ten dollars in groceries. The worst loaf of bread ever. A generic pack of bologna. Uh, a bag of chips and maybe a case of pop or a case of water or something. I don't even remember back then. Ten bucks in groceries. So for three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Sunday morning, we literally subside on bologna sandwiches, chips, and whatever beverage we had. And that entire time I spent sitting in the bed of my Tacoma on the strip or cruising on the strip. And I had a video camera. I have tape of this. I have 8 millimeter digital tape of this. 
Um, but anyway, blah, blah, blah. I was so dumb about hotels. I didn't know. I'd always seen my dad like pay when he checked out. I didn't know he did it with a credit card or anything. I thought when you went and checked in at a hotel that you just pretty much kind of ran a tab. You paid for the first night, and then when you left, you would pay for the rest of it. I didn't. I just was dumb. I was ignorant. I was a little hillbilly kid. So I paid for the first night at the Scenic Motor Lodge. And a lot of you old Sevierville and Pigeon Forge guys will remember this one. All the way at the end of the strip had an old Sputnik neon 60s style Art Deco sign. It was awesome. They tore it down and built the Rowdy Bear go-kart track that the track ended up buying. Again, anyway, useless history lesson, blah, blah, blah. So $17.94 a night. I remember that amount that I paid. That's why we ended up paying $17.94. I went in and paid the first night. Went out and rode around all night, come back, got up early, went and rode around. When I got back to the room on Saturday night, they put a boot on my door. Like an honest-to-God yellow boot on the door, like you'd put on a vehicle, a parked car. And they had locked me out of my hotel room with all my shit in it. Now, this is really before cell phones. I mean, I may have had a flip phone with me, but I'm sure it was in the tr- in the room, because hell, it didn't do nothing. You know, it was 20 minutes a month for, or whatever. And uh, luckily, the owner's house was behind the hotel. We went and beat him the door. For him to let us in. And of course, I had no idea how that whole process worked. And he let us in. I'm like, man, I didn't know. And he's like, you know, you're trying to scam me, blah, blah, blah. No, man, just we just really want to get in and get our shit. And we'd like to sleep. Uh, we we snuck into the show. Sorry, Charlie Cobble. For some reason, anybody ever plays a soundbite for you, I owe you $10, two $5 entry fees. Because we literally jumped the fence. <laughs> the orange construction fence. We jumped the fence to get into the show. And it was awesome. Uh, and and seeing some of the, the old school hopper names and watch this. Well, anyway. On the way home, literally checked out, topped the gas off. I'm completely broke. Man, we're hungry, though. I mean, we really are hungry. We managed to pull over in Dandridge, Tennessee, and scrape up. And when I say scrape, and I always kept a super clean vehicle back then, but when we say scrape, I literally got under the seats, pulling up carpet, pulling up door seal panels, and found just enough loose change. And I'm not exaggerating. We had two bottles of water left. And they found just enough loose change for me and my buddy to get the cheapest cheeseburger they had. We ordered this cheeseburger, and, and, and hearing him tell the story is better than my version by far. Because the chick hands me the cheeseburger, I unwrap it, and immediately dump it off my lap into the floor. And he said, just the look of my face seeing that last <laughs> cheeseburger, knowing there was no restitution for that one. I would have ate it anyways. Probably. I would. But, <laughs> but anyway, you know, and that story is not a funny story, and it doesn't really have much of a point. I would have ate it. But there's something I guess you can romanticize, because, yeah. Mike, you've been there, too. I, I'd eat the carpet about, and everything. About, and, Shay, you know, you've always had money, so you're, you're an asshole. Just, you know. Jeremy's definitely been there. But oh, I've been there several we, times. We've all been to that experience yeah. Yeah. that... That we give a, and we just we're, we're making on the skin of our teeth, and I wouldn't take anything for those memories because oh, those hell hard no. memories. But I tell you what, when I started doing the H word show, one thing that would never happen is I would never see a kid in a truck pull up and start counting his singles or his quarters to get in the damn show. You doing that shit? You're going in. You're on me, buddy. Don't worry about it. And we always did our own foods. I mean, we had dollar cheeseburgers and fifty cent soda cans. You know, fifty cent hot dog, dollar hot dogs. Awesome. And, it, and, food was always good. Well, it was. I'm not even saying it for that, but we always made it where anybody could go. And you know, the world has changed. Shows have got more expensive. The experiences have got more expensive as we've grown mm-hmm. up. But there's something to romanticize about that poor kid getting his feet wet in the mini trucking world, going to that show and counting his dollars. That I swear to God, I'd rather hang out with that kid half the time than any A-lister. You, you know. Honestly, I first time I came to uh, the H word, I only had ten dollars in my pocket. So I had 
Really? That's all I had. I didn't get paid till Friday. And then the to think the next came. night oh. you were literally getting shit faced with Shannon Vander on the campground. No, that was no. I had tons of money by that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you you were a rich fucker yeah, by then. Yeah, I got I, you. yeah, I was already loaded at that point. But, <laughs> holy, holy shit, I <laughs> well, I tell you what, Shay. Yeah, uh, uh, at this point, you know we've taken up plenty enough of Mike's time. And, well, no, we're talking about this Maverick thing. Are, are you still talking about the Maverick? No, thing? we haven't talked about it. You you keep trying to push me out of it now, Mike. It's you, Ford. Mike doesn't want to talk about Mike, Ford. Mike, Mike has a badass Mazda. It's the only mini truck that's been made on the market right now. Thank you. <laughs> Mahindra and Indri- India would like to say otherwise. The what? Mahindra. They look like little Jeep trucks. They're okay. cool. Okay, how are you going to get that here? A cargo what? ship. That floats around the ocean for the next six or eight right. months <laughs> before <laughs> it can dock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyways. Mike, Mike did you uh, check yours? Did you check your Facebook? He's on the phone, Shay. <laughs> Dude, I can I, check my I, Facebook I on the phone. I can too. Can you really? Yeah. Oh my God, Mike! If you hey, can possibly Matt do that, does it to me all the time. Would you Would you please appease Shay and look at your phone messages, please? He really wants you to see this Maverick? fucking Maverick. Yes, you have to look at it. He's intent. I mean, I'll be honest with you. No ideas. I seen it shared on Mini Truck and Life, and it was on I, the backboard too. It was on the backboard too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the only thing he really did was buy air struts. And raise the struts by like four inches, strut towers by four inches. Are you happy that Mike's looked at it now? Okay. Does that, now, does that make you happy? Now, let's now on the subject that we tried <laughs> to skip out on last time. <clears throat> what makes a mini truck a mini truck? Does what? it have to have a frame? Yo, you know what? To me, it looks like a damn Colorado. It kind of does. Yeah, I'll give you that. It does. It kind of look like the new model Colorados, but it's a lot smaller yeah. physically. So, is it a mini truck if it doesn't have a frame? And you know what? If you're a mini trucker and you drive a truck, it's a damn mini truck, all right? Yeah. Why do we have to get into these damn debates about, oh, man. it's a trailer queen? Who, who cares, man? I, it's my thoughts, too. My thoughts, too. And what? My thoughts, too. I agree. I agree 100%. But oh, okay. I it's the first too. mini truck that's been made since 2011. Yeah, it's a mini, man. It's a small okay, truck now, with a bed. Yeah. Here's what I... Here's what I did here. I heard that I thought the Ranger was actually smaller than this truck. No, Ranger's a mid-sized truck. It's the almost, Ranger's actually a very big truck. It is. It, it, it is, is kind almost of surprising, size of, really. It's almost size of one of my F-150s. Yeah. It's kind of like the new Colorados. It's but literally the same size as the Silverado. Yeah, it is. It's a wild. Fucking size. ridiculous. So maybe I heard it back. And maybe the Maverick is smaller. So the Maverick is smaller than yes, sir. The, um, yeah. than the Ranger. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's okay. real small. It's small enough that uh, it's front-wheel drive. Who really? Yeah, it, it is from what I've. It's gonna be interesting. Very interesting. But Shay says it's turbo. It is. Go ahead, Mike. What'd you say, Mike? I don't understand why no Chevy, Ford, Toyota, especially Toyota. If Toyota would yes. come back and make a damn make, make another Tacoma, they would sell freaking tons of these things, man. It would be amazing. Absolutely. And I don't get. But no, that's one thing that blows my mind, and it makes it so hard. Like we talk about the kids that just didn't have a lot of money to go to shows a minute ago. It makes it so hard for someone to get into our our lifestyle. And I'm not trying to pun in your podcast name, but it's very appropriate. It makes it hard for somebody to get into this world. I mean, because you can't – I couldn't afford – hell, I can't afford a $50,000 new truck to go cut up. And, and you know, I, I promise yeah. you, a 20-year-old kid sure as hell ain't going to. You know, we couldn't at 20. And, and, and I promise you, you know, the majority of the people that would be interested in such things – aren't going to be able to afford to do that as well. So I think the marketplace is missing out. Like you said, I couldn't have said it better, just on a small entry-level truck. You know, throw an MP3 player in it and an air conditioner and two-wheel drive and a five-speed, and you're good. 
But hell, you can't even find a five speed yep. anymore. No, it'd be no. automatic. It'd be five automatic. speeds are a thing of the past. They it'd are. be automatic, 100%. But you know, now they've got paddle shifter deals for the steering wheel. At least they've come up that far. It's, it's just got too fancy. But you, you know, know, now like uh, an automatic transmission will have like 10 speeds in it. Yeah. So, so Guys, guys, exactly. we have taken up way more of Mike's time than he wants to get into philosophical discussions and what well, he makes probably still has sunlight down there. It, it is probably sunny, and I guarantee if he looks at his house, there are, are young ladies in bikinis walking down the beach in front of it, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. you know just because he's going to throw that up on our face, and that's totally yeah, fine. Yeah, you know, totally fine. as we look out, and there's I would two, never do that. Yeah, and there's two I polar bears fighting yeah. in the street in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> or it's dark here at six o'clock now, so it's not all sunny. It's actually <laughs> it was sunny not until that bad then. Five thirty. Oh shoot! Really, my friend, you have we have taken up more of your time, and 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 again, it's such an honor for you to have come on here and to cause us to go out of business by making me tell that story. Oh yeah, we're right. So so thank you. I'm gonna wrap up. I'm gonna write all this off uh, my taxes, guys. Do you have any more questions that don't involve the philosophical aspects of the mini trucking life to ask Mike before we go? Those are the funnest ones. Those yeah, we're not gonna do that tonight because <laughs> I got shit to do too, and I know Mike does. Jeremy, Jeremy, since this is your first chance, are you gonna tell him that you're literally building a truck to try and get it to Florida? his show because i've kind of ignored that this whole time but i know that's your plan my plan is to have the s10 at after dark so he wants to have his and i want to drive it amazing there. amazing oh so you're going to try to do after dark in the fall instead because i know you want to there's do no way i show. can make january okay okay well so you have a guy that that is a hanging out with negative camber that wants to debut a finished truck at your show so you know i thought it was the january show but he wants to debut there in Florida at one of your events. So at least you have one convert from here in the mountains that wants to bring you something very, very nice. Well, that would be awesome. I'd love to have you guys. Uh, in. I, like you had come over for After Dark last time. That was awesome. That was great. I appreciate anybody that drives a long distance to come out. You know, it's like, for example, we had freaking Daryl Poe come all the way down sure. and bring out his freaking beauty all the way down to – freaking after dark and he told me he had a, a blast and i don't know if he was just telling me that but uh you know just it to be able to have a six-hour show and have guys like daryl poe come all the way down uh to your show and of course we had a bunch of others we had 346 people there i mean it was great it was awesome so we just look forward to being able to have now uh uh eastbound get down uh january 21st to the 23rd destination daytona harley davidson large world's largest harley davidson dealership uh, great family that owns the place, and uh, they're looking forward to working with us and uh, look forward to having all, all these mini truckers there and, and uh, showing them what's up with the mini trucking world. Look how fun. And, so uh, smooth. That is awesome. I just, I mean, Listen, it's like you're pressing a button. Just like, you know, give me the advertisement number one, number two. He has that down to a damn science. So, what is that like? Yeah, what is it like to be a wow. professional? Wow. What is it like to be a professional, Mike? Well, let's put it this way: you pay an additional four ninety five uh, per minute, and I can just keep on going. Send your bill to Shay, man. He's one with the money. Mike Murray, my God, oh, Mike, one with all the money. Mike Murray, one half of the Hour Lifestyle Podcast. Of course, everybody that listens to us, I'm sure, has listened to them. But if for some reason you have not, please check them out. He and Jason do a phenomenal job, and uh, and somebody that we really look up to. So you know, you guys <laughs> keep being admira- admirable people for. For us and of course mike is an amazing show promoter not only after dark but the inaugural eastbound get down and he is a wonderful friend to our buddy matt middleton so we got to thank him for that as well mm-hmm. and uh, guys do you all have anything else for this episode because i would like to tell him a horrible story off the air so let's let's wrap this up before he has to go to betty bye 
Betty Bob. Betty Bob, yeah. Betty yeah. Bob. It's, it's, okay. it's, I want to hear this commercial one more time. Just <laughs> so yeah, can you do the commercial? Can you do the commercial one more time? Can you do, can you do it one more time off the? Because that impresses like that? the hell out of me. Come on, man, give it to us one more time before we go. Hey guys, like I said before, man, I appreciate you guys having me on, and I appreciate you allowing me to be able to talk about Eastbound Get Down, January twenty first to twenty third, twenty twenty two, Destination Daytona, world's largest Harley Davidson dealership. Mini truckers, please come out. Let's show these Harley Davidson guys how the mini trucking world does it come out please 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 <laughs> I actually please please let's, that's fucking I awesome. have <laughs> one more thing legitimate I have what? one more thing I wish I'd done this before his last advertisement but it kind of involves Mike a little bit so I'm going to do something I've not even told you this yet Shay I've not told you yet Jeremy uh, I think the only person I've told is actually I did tell you Shay mm-hmm. uh, we discussed this so one thing I'm going to do Mike and I'm going to put it up later tonight now this episode will probably not air until tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll put it in sometime midday tomorrow. Cause, cause thanks to my fuck ups, I have a few things I have to clean up there with the cabling issues. And I missed the, the unbelievable podcast debut of DJ Mays. And that really sucks. <laughs> and, and you know, I got, I got a little, that was awesome. And I hate that. Cause the, <clears throat> I forgot about you that, boys need some help. Shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. was, well, I thought it was Mike. I'm like, Mike's voice has changed. What the hell? <laughs> so anyway, I know that voice. That's my point right there. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, uh, I am going to do something. I'm going to put this up before we release the new podcast i'm gonna take a poll and let me tell you why i'm taking this poll i have listed all of the guests ever going all the way back to episode 1b which is the we used to try and divide the episodes which was dumb going all the way back to episode 1b of all the guests that have ever been on the lcd podcast so i'm making a poll and what i'm looking for here is i'm looking for all of our listeners all eight and a half listeners all of the eight and a half listeners to pick. Probably just three and a half now. Well, okay. After the Alice story and yeah. strawberry shortcake, yeah. we're down to three and a half. Oh, he's like, yep. So you yeah. three got mom, Uncle Doug, Dad. <laughs> you know, if you're listening, because I know you're it. <laughs> we want you, we want you guys to vote in this poll, and this poll will constitute picking the all-time favorite guest. On LCD podcast, we're going to list every single guest, what episodes they've appeared in, a little tiny bio of them. We're going to tag them, of course, in whatever social media we put this on. But we're going to make a probably Facebook poll mm-hmm. asking for your favorite LCD podcast guest ever. Now, the reason we're doing this is twofold. Number one, I'm personally out of my pocket. Whoever wins the LCD podcast favorite guest ever, I'm going to donate. I'm going to find in their town, their hometown. I'm going to find a no-kill animal shelter or animal charity, and I'm going to donate out of my pocket $100 in honor of that guest. So let's say Mike, you know, let's say he actually wins the most popular most popular LCD guest either. I'm going to find if he has a preferential tr- uh, charity in either his born town or where he lives now, uh, you know, and I will make that donation to whatever animal charity he would like me to in his honor. And that's for the win. Now, the other thing is, is whomever wins the most popular guest ever we have some special artwork coming out for christmas uh-huh, uh-huh. and i'm not gonna tell you anything about it but whoever wins the most popular guest on the lcd podcast ever is going to be incorporated into that christmas artwork uh-huh. so we're gonna run that poll i'm gonna make a small hundred dollar donation to an animal charity in their hometown whoever wins and we're going to throw you in the artwork, too. So I wanted to go ahead and announce that while we were on here. I thought Mike would probably get a kick out of that as well. And uh, and that's just something I'm kind of doing, trying to get Can I do back. my vote? Can I do my vote now? Well, yeah, of course you can. NASCAR White. NASCAR White. NASCAR White. Wow. <laughs> so we already have one. 
<laughs> we already have one for NASCAR wine. Okay, that's that's nice, a, nice. and of course, yep. I tell you what. At this point, Justin has almost transcended being a guest. I was looking. He's today. almost JV team. He's he's hell. He he's he is. He's better than Shay and I. He's probably varsity. Truth be <laughs> <we> known. <laughs> You know, uh, that's well, cool. This so, is why he's the all-time favorite. He's done moved up the damn food chain. I mean, look <laughs> at him go. And, you know, so, hey, he's got my vote. He has got my vote. Well, that's one vote for Justin NASCAR White wide from the legendary Mike Murray. Mike, once again, thank you for joining us, guys. You have listened to another episode for the last hour and 26 minutes of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. If you, for some reason, like what we do, please like us, share us, subscribe to us on some random social media, and you know what? Make sure you check out Eastbound Get Down. It's going to be a fucking awesome event. Uh, check him out. I'm not going to do his advertisement, but obviously he's told us a couple times where you can find him. Mm-hmm. Make sure you listen to LP, and while you're at it, follow DJ Mays Radio on Twitch. It's a Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. It's absolutely an awesome time if you're into such things. I love to hear him show me what being a real DJ is like. So then I can go and immediately fuck up the cables and the mixer board. Technical support. Guys, yeah, technical support. Technical support. Mike, once again, thank you very much. Do y'all have anything else, guys? No. Jeremy? Hey, all I say oh. is, is these big boys, they hungry. Go feed them. We need to feed the big boys. <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> say goodnight, Jeremy. Yep. So, sure, why not? Say goodnight, Shay. I love Colts. He loves Colts. See you all next time. Lord, you went and done it again. You made it through another hour or two of listening to them hillbillies telling them good old front porch stories. You and don't worry none at all. Them boys will be back faster in a black bear winter, hurting here in a week or two. Until then, hope to see y'all back around these parts soon. That was better. That was better. I was looking at that. I thought it was good.